Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't You Know Who I Am. My name is Josh Earl and finally, after 12 episodes, Google is asking if I meant Josh Earl Podcast. We made it, guys. We made it. Joining me this week to find out who knows whom, who knows what and who knows why is a return guest who shares her name with a lingerie marketing manager and the country singer of the song Friday Night with Fire. She actually won her first time on the show, only for the edit to take it off her. It is a broadcaster, writer, and DJ. It's Jess McGuire. Hi, Josh. It's oh. really nice to be here. Yeah. So you won the first. You won the very first. Don't you know who I am? Yeah. And then you re-edited it, so by the time it went online, I lost it. It was really upsetting. There was a game that didn't suit the, the style of the show. So how do you you're re- a game that doesn't suit the style? How of the do you show? re-edit it so that she loses? Like yeah. if you were saying stuff at the end, like, "Hey, I won." How do you re-edit that? If you go back and listen, you'll hear that Adam Richards squeals three times exactly the same when he finds out he wins. <laughs> so you use him as an edit point. Yes. Right. That's Adam, it. Did you just go, Adam, Adam, you won, and then you just pressed a button and it went, ee! Yep, I pretty much did. That is a terrible thing to do. Everyone that, go, go back and listen to it. a terrible waste of time for a podcast. Yeah. Hey, I wanted, I wanted it to sound good. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I say as you fiddle with your microphone. <laughs> Our next guest, when his name is typed into Google, has Google asking if you meant the actor from Friday Night Lights, Kyle Chandler, and his Wikipedia page is currently being considered for deletion. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome someone the internet is trying to hide. It is comedian Kyle Chandler. Yay! That is hey, the best. Hey, remember when uh, the last time, I, I know I've done this before, but I didn't realise um, that before that, remember I came in and did a trial for Spicks and Specs. That was fun, wasn't it? It was. Remember that? What happened to that show? Well, same thing that happened to me on that <laughs> trial for Spicks and Specs. <laughs> hey, you, you got a job writing for it. Oh, yeah, you're right. So you you're go. right. But that was really disappointing. Like so, I know I know you're slightly disappointed that you, you're no longer the host and it doesn't exist anymore, yeah. but I did it. I remember just thinking, I smashed this, and you and the writers were like, that was great, you're definitely going to be on. And people were like saying, you're definitely on. And then I'm like, oh, that's the worst thing, because then... I walked out and like the EPs and that sort of looked like I they'd, they'd tread in me. Like I was something on their shoe or something. But obviously they were thinking, wow, his jokes were great, but his face wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's a lot of people who came through who were like, when, when am I on? When am I on? Yeah. There was, another, there was a musician who did it with you. I know. Didn't because... say a single word the whole thing. I went, right, when's my episode? I on? know. He said it to me. <laughs> and I was like, because uh, he said that to me, right? Because I, I thought I'd killed it. And then on the way out, he goes, oh, when are you on? Because I'm just wondering what episode I'm on. And me, big-headed, I thought, I've smashed this episode. And I'm saying to him, mate, I think you've struggled to get on, you know, <laughs> unlike this guy. Did he get on? No. Oh, well. No. well. I'll tell you who it was after. I really appreciate that. Joining us also is a writer, performer, and animator who shares her name with a very smug neuro-linguistic practitioner who offers webinars in Tricking Your Brain to Happiness and Clean Language. 
revealing metaphors to open minds. Hang on, is this me again? You know, <laughs> thankfully that woman isn't here. And the star and writer of the catering show is, please welcome, it's Kate McCartney. Yeah. Hi. Have you heard of Toby and Kate McCartney? I've actually, I Googled her once. Every single Kate McCartney looks like me. They sort of look miscellaneously Irish. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're just at different stages of life. It's, you know. <clears throat> and lastly is a comedian who shares his name with the director of the Wheeler Centre, a murder victim in Toledo... And the actor and late husband of Dame Judi Dench, it is comedian Michael Williams. Hello. Yeah. There you go, Michael. That's, that's a lot of Michaels. There's more. There's also Omar in The Wire. Yeah, Michael, Michael Williams. That's good. There's and also Michael Williams. Yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a there's million Michael Williams, surely. Yeah. Academy, the... Academy Award documentary winner. For yeah, Fog for of Fog of War, yeah. Yes, character in Henry V, Shakespeare, <laughs> and also a character in Neighbours. Michael, who was the neighbours character? Yeah, Michael, Michael Williams. Williams. No, yeah, yeah. but in who, what context? He was the principal of Erinsborough High for two years and also dated Susan Kennedy, I think, <gasps> while she was having her break from uh, Dr. Carl. Oh, that's right. He, was oh. he doing Nicola Charles at that point? Or? No, 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 Natalie Bassingthwaite. No, no, even later. Oh, oh yeah, 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 they kept since 2005. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to Nicola Charles? I don't know. She came back for the 20-year reunion. Remember she made the documentary that no one except for the people that live on Ramsey Street would be ever interested in. She made a documentary on Ramsey Street, which seemed to me the most closed market ever. I'm here to do the world premiere of the documentary on Ramsey Street. Well, Great. Ramsey Street actually, like the fictional street. The all fictional that. show had a doc. She made a documentary about Ramsey Street. The actual fictional street, if Her that makes character. sense. Her right. character, yeah. maybe. Okay. Right. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. It would, it would make oh, more sense for show. Nicola. Yeah, within the show. Oh. It would make more sense for Nicola Charles to maybe make a documentary about neighbours, but she didn't do that. And, of course, <laughs> it's not a street. It's, it's a, a, a cul-de-sac. Yeah, it's a yeah. cul-de-sac. Yeah. But what, what's the actual Whoa. street called? Uh, is it like, oh, yeah, Pinot Court. Pinot I'd like to call that one. Yeah, it's a court. It's a court. Pinot Court. Yeah. We could talk neighbours all week, but I won't. Let's get into our first game. Our first game tonight is called Social Me Me Media, where I read out your status updates from one of you, and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think it is. Oh, how do we buzz? Your name is your buzzer. Right. If you oh. guess correctly, you get the point, but if you are incorrect, the person whose status it is receives the point. So remember, you can't buzz for your own, so you've got to get your poker faces on. Our first one, here we go. Survival is 90% mental and 10% being born a bear. Who said um, that? Uh, Carl. Carl, yes. Carl Did you in. forget what your name was then? Yeah, Kate's five, five weeks away from having a baby. Yeah, I don't know what anything is, guys. Um, <laughs> yes, is Carl. it Michael? It's not Michael. It was Kate. Kate. Oh. I was going to say Kate. <laughs> that does sound like... Were you going to say yourself yeah, when you kind of rolled oh, yeah. into the mic? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't say yourself. Oh, is that what you said? Yeah, I said like that. I said, I'm not really here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, I've got to get pregnant. It's such yeah. a good excuse. <laughs> Question two. At least the lady who I buy my sushi from noticed I had my hair cut. Carl. Oh, Carl. Oh. Well, you said Carl's name, so I'm going to go for Carl because he said his actual name like oh, a buzzer. Yeah. Yes, Carl. Oh, uh, well, it couldn't be you then, so it's Williams. Unless I'm really playing it's Michael. You are correct. It was uh, Michael uh, Williams. I was, I was going to guess you, but you gave that away. But instead, I just went Carl. Anyway, <laughs> Carl. I'm with you. I haven't got baby brain. Yeah. But, How yeah. often do you get your hair cut, Michael? I need to get my haircut. Like I was supposed to get it today. My wife told me I needed to get it done today, but I didn't. I like you I with you got done. a beard. I like you with a beard. Yeah. Is it? Is it here? My to wife stay? told me to grow the beard. Really? <laughs> I'm getting a you do bit of a theme. <laughs> Man, that's that's not good. How do you take that? 
how do I take my wife telling me to grow a beard? Yeah. It was it was a, her Christmas present. She would say, C- can you please cover half of yeah. this? Yeah, can you grow a full-bodied beard? <laughs> <laughs> All right, question three. The definition of subtle is the B in subtle. Go, uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. Is that uh, Carl? That was Carl Chandler, Yay. yes. All, uh, I just want to make a note that all three of you have struggled with just saying your own name. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to lose this game so really badly. Hard. I keep forgetting. That's like, it's like, you know, on, on, on Jeopardy, on the Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live, when they try and make the most stupid question for people that's so easy, they just go, say your own name. It's like, you guys can't do that. Can't that's do the that. stupidest question. Last week was... We've had 10 shows where no one struggled. Then last week, Fleety started just buzzing, going buzz, which I had to remind them all show. Hang on, then... but Fleety started buzzing. <laughs> 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 but it caught on because then Edo was buzzing, and now you guys, it's all right. We'll all right. get there. We'll get there. Yep. Okay, question four. Stop having self-esteem issues, you stupid, ugly idiots. Who said that? Carl. You... Yes, Carl. Oh, yes. Kate. You were correct. It was Kate, yes. It was me. Did I do it right that time? Yeah, you did. Yes. So you just did it wrong because I was going to guess her, but then she piped in. So no, I just was real slow and saying my own name, but at least I got the first syllable oh, okay. out. Yeah. Je, je, je. That was what I was doing. Yeah, I'm playing this beautifully, by the way. Yeah, you're, I... you're really reading the crowd. <laughs> yeah, you really, yeah. You and, you and Kate McLean, your writing partner, mm. very similar styles in your tweets. Really? Yes. Both negative about, about pretty much everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. All right, question five. I thought I knew what to expect going in, but actually, Dumb and Dumber 2 was far, far worse than I could ever anticipate it. Michael. Yes, Michael. Um, Kate, no. Kate, no, <laughs> no, it was Jess. Ah. Jess McGuire. You could have figured that out because it was my turn. I hadn't had one yet. Oh, yeah. I don't play it like that. Don't you? No, sometimes. sometimes. Well, you did just then. Mm. No. You got figured it out. But that's the fifth one. No, I, I could see that what you were doing, though. I knew that you would then do, on the fourth one, pick a Kate. Okay. I saw that coming, and then I knew I'd be fifth. I'm, I'm next, I reckon. Here okay, we go. Here we go. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's going to be mine. Buzz it, buzz in. Someone answer like me already. Counting or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk Rain about Rain Man Maguire. Dumb and Dumber Two. What made you go and see it? I Do mean, you, the first one is a, is a good film. I'll, I'll tell you what made me want to go and see it because I went and saw the Imitation Game, right? And it was oh, like they, similar, they yep. yeah, it was like they had <laughs> a bad download, and so it kept skipping, and it, so it would be like they'd go. To Benedict Cumberbatch, they'd ask me a question. He'd go, no, 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 no. Um, anyway, so they gave out. They felt really bad, and they kept giving out free tickets. So we ended up with like four free tickets to Hoyts, but the nearest Hoyts was in Northland. Yeah. Mm. So there's not a huge range of films, and so I just ended up like at the end of it, I came in one day, and the only film that was on was Dumb and Dumber Two, and I said to the guy, I said, "Is it really bad? You need to tell me." And he goes, "I think it's a great film." But <laughs> I don't know. I got issues with that Hoyts anyway because you know, like when they do the souvenir. Cups, right? Yep. Souvenir yep. cups used to make sense to me. They yep. were they fit in the drink holder, and they had maybe a special lid or something. But now they're just making things that don't fit in any drink holder. They're just objects filled with liquid. So they have one the shape of the car, you know, the dog car. In in Dumb and Dumb. In Dumb and Dumb. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but it's rectangular and it's small and squat, and it has a straw in the middle of it. It makes oh. no sense to me whatsoever. Wow. I went. And, they had one that was like for I can't remember what the film was, but it had it was meant to be an elephant trunk. But it looked like a shriveled dick. Oh no, it was Gandalf's hat. It was Gandalf's <laughs> hat. But it looked like a wang that you had to put your mouth to, like a really unhappy wang. And I'm like, what? Well, I don't know what's going on here with their drinks. But anyway, so I passed some time, but I, I nearly walked out about ten separate times in Dumb and Dumber too. So that for me. Very same theatre. I saw Birdman, and they gave <laughs> me a drink in a penguin. Yes, in the and, Madagascar penguin. And did it fit in the drink <laughs> container? Because that's a miracle when that happens. Yeah, yeah. It, 
It kind of did. Yeah. Birdman. Best film of the year. Was the, Shit film. I was going to say. Shithouse film. Was the drink really good up until the last bit? And then it kind of ruined itself. Bad film. Was <laughs> yeah. it a bad film? You, this think is, it might your, have been a bad is film. your bugbear. Do you know what? I think this it is, might be a bad film. I don't mind it, but I spent the whole time trying to see where the edit points yeah, were. Yeah, me too. I did yeah, me well. too. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I, I missed it. But I didn't I didn't mind it, but I didn't hate it like Six you did. out of ten. I okay. watched the first half a month ago and the second half of it last night. Oh. And... I was bit by then my momentum had waned, yeah. and then I was. Yeah, yeah. So there was a massive edit point for you. It was a huge yeah. edit point. Uh, by the right. way, has there, have you had some bad episodes like in the last couple of weeks? I just noticed there's a lifeline number on the oh. wall here. <laughs> 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 well, I promise this one will be better. Yes, yes. keep talking about Spicks and Specs, and I'll be calling it. <laughs> <laughs> Question six. I just can't even begin to imagine how dire things must be for someone to describe their profession as media personality. Carl. Yes, Carl. Kate. No, it was oh. Jess Maguire again. Oh. Yeah. Now he's going to binge on me. Yeah. It's so <laughs> predictable. It <laughs> is <laughs> after it happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay, question seven. How do you get 100% of your regular daily intake of sugar? You could eat 196 fillets of grilled cod or simply don't share a 125 gram bag of Skittles with anyone. Carl. Kate. Yes, Carl. It was not Kate. It was Michael Williams. Man! Oh, I'm the man. official comedian of Skittles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you even added Skittles there. So they, Were you trying to get some traction from Skittles? Um, a Skittle, a guy who worked for Skittles saw my show and I asked him if I could be the official comedian of Skittles. He said, if, if we don't have to pay you or anything. <laughs> so I got a shirt and some Skittles. And really? I told Skittles jokes for about really? three weeks. Yeah. How many? So you got boxes many, of Skittles? How many free Skittles? Yeah. yeah, it was just like a 24 little bag thing. So it doesn't take much to buy your love, does it? No, no. I got a free shirt as well. How do you know that the guy from Skittles saw your show? Because I, I know him personally. Was he dressed oh, up? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so hang on. No, let's let's get the story straight. John Skittles. Yep. Okay. No, John Skittles. <laughs> let's get the story. Amazing. Let's... Skittles just pouring out of his pockets. Let <laughs> rainbow vomit from his mouth. <laughs> let's pa- let's pair the story back. No, no, your no, friend, no. Let's keep it your as friend, magical as it is. Your friend no, gave no. you some Skittles. That's the story. <laughs> and and a shirt. <laughs> I wear the shirt to gigs. <laughs> Do you really wear the Skittles shirt to yeah, gigs? Yeah, um, yeah. Because you had life. on your Facebook that you work, you're a Skittles farmer. Yeah. Yeah. I just tried to pick the stupidest job. Try and yeah. Poach his. Oh yeah. Poach his should, job. I should get the same as him, which is nothing. He's got nothing. <laughs> <A> t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Question eight. I love it when life gives me lemons, but only if life has previously given me a piece of grilled fish. Jess. Yes, Jess. Kate. No, it was Carl Chandler. Yeah. Oh. I'm getting all of these. I'm just a beat behind everyone else. Now, that was part of Carl's 100 jokes in a day. I remember that. That was a strong day. Yeah. How do you feel about it retrospectively? That sigh says, Oh, no, no. You got the the glaze of a Vietnam vet looking (laughs) out the distance. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. No, because it's like what I do is I I try and make it a little bit of an event of it. It's just a writing process where I go, right, in nine hours I'm going to try and write 100 jokes and then – you go okay as a as an idea. That's a good idea, and you get you generate content, and whatever. But then you look back through it and go, oh god, some of that's a bit ordinary and whatever. But it's understandable given that you're doing a hundred jokes in a day. But then you get people on Twitter that just go, oh, you should do number sixty eight again because that's not really a joke. That wasn't that funny. You go, nice one. I just wrote a hundred jokes yeah. for free for you, and you're like, yeah, sixty eight struggles a bit. Yeah, I think go it's a bit weak yourself. in the middle. Yeah. Oh, anyway, yeah, it's just a man. It's such a draining thing. You, nine till six, and then I don't want to write a joke again for a week. It's just horrible. See, I like watching it 
because so, I just imagine Carl in his house just looking at things. Yeah. Like just, <laughs> yeah. You can see yeah. what yeah. room he's been standing yeah, yeah. in. The last, the last 20 jokes is like, what's up with curtains, light bulbs, <laughs> windows, and curtains again? <laughs> okay, question nine. I would rather be halfway up a ladder I want to climb than at top of a snake that would take me back to the start of this dumb game. Who said that? Jess. Yes, Jess. Michael. Yes, you are correct. Yes. It was Michael Williams. I, I almost that. buzzed in on that oh, one. Yeah. I don't remember writing it's that. very long ago. It was about four years ago. Uh. Okay, our last one in this round. I just did something funny in real life. What a fucking waste. <laughs> Carl. Uh, yes, Carl. Kate. It was Kate, yeah. yes. Did you see my face then? No, I saw Jess go to answer, so I'm like, it's not her. <laughs> <laughs> And, and you Michael... know, I've never done anything funny in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Michael laughed, so that's usually yeah. a sign that it's not the person who did it. <laughs> it does get annoying when you do something funny in real yeah, life. Yeah, it's nothing. This, this means nothing to me, pals. I can't, I can't do <laughs> I this. Can't I can't monetize this. I one. can't tell this story about, oh, I, and then I said something really funny. Yeah, what a great story that is. Yeah. Oh. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Kate on one point. Hey. Doing all right. Thanks. Michael on two points. Yes. We've got Jess on three points. But in the lead on four points, oh, we have Carl Chandler. Yes. I'm going to lean back so you can't see my face. Yeah, you so should. Much. Man. Our next round is called Yearbook. In this round, we go back in time to one of our guest school days and talk about someone or an event that was important from their childhood. Today, we travel back to Maryborough High. Oh, is this me? Where a young Carl Chandler, yes, got in trouble for a crime that he did not commit. What was he accused of? Was it A... He was part of a group that tied up a fellow student with a big hose and then played tug-of-war with this student stuck in the middle of the hose. Is that a euphemism? No, it's a big, big like, hose, yes. B, during the school cross-country, that he was the mastermind of an incident where some students hid and ambushed the guy who was tipped to win it because he won every year and stole his shoes. Carl then went on to win the race. Or C... The night before graduation, he mowed fuck school into the lawns of the school oval. A teacher said it resembled his handwriting. (laughs) (laughs) Was it A, B, or C? Now, you can ask Carl as many questions as you want, but bear in mind, if you get it wrong, he gets the point. So he could be trying to throw you off. You don't have to answer together. If you think A or you think B, the floor is yours. I, I find it hard to believe that Maryborough has A, an oval, or B, grass. What? Of course we do. <laughs> Maryborough's 8,000 people. But I, I know I tell, tell stories about my hometown. It sounds like one of those places with one corner store and, you know, one donkey and that's it. Yeah. But it's, uh, we had two secondary schools. Two, no, three secondary schools. Oh, wow. That's insane. So, you know, we got, Mc, we got McDonald's, we got KFC. We two got donkeys. Ollie's Trolleys. <laughs> we got everything. <laughs> Warnable has two McDonald's. Do you still have Ollie's Trolleys? No, we never had Ollie's Trolleys. I was just trying to yeah. impress you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ask him questions, people. Ask him questions. Is no one interested in my childhood? No, I'm very interested, <laughs> but I don't know where, where to start. I just, you know, are you? do you still run? He's yes. quite a fast runner. Yes. Is I'm he? A good runner. Are you? Yeah. Yes. I'm a good runner. That was the one thing I was good at in high school. Yeah, Sport-wise. What was the name of the guy that was tipped to win the race? Uh, actually, Callaghan. Who? Ashley, Ashley O'Callaghan. Ashley O'Callaghan. Yeah. See, that sounds legit, Kate. It does sound a little it bit It sounds legit. like a proper human name, so, yeah. <laughs> um, were the lawns tended to get long enough to mow anything? <laughs> it's not the number one thing that sticks out from my childhood, but <laughs> no. yeah, like, it was regular lawn. It was like big city lawn. Like, even though we're in the country, it grew the same length. It was, it was regular lawn. 
What? What was the first thing? Oh, yeah, I can't remember the first one. So the first one, one the hose. got a hose yeah. and they got the guy stuck in the middle of the hose and they played tug of war with him stuck in the middle so it would have been squeezing his organs. <laughs> That's a terrible thing to do. Did, did you do it? Look at me. Look at me. Look at, yeah. You can't just say, did you do it? Like, that's not... <laughs> but in, in, in I'm trying the, to play bad cop. In, in all these scenarios, Carl was innocent. I have to say that. He didn't do these things, oh. but he was accused of doing them by the teachers. He, Why? Were you a bad egg? Uh, well, no, I don't think I was. No, I wasn't that bad. I, don't, I didn't get in that much trouble in school. I don't think so. Like, I, I remember getting detention once. Getting No, getting... What was it? Time out? Yep. Like, during class? And like getting that and being so upset, I was nearly crying in Did school. Did you have to sit in the corner? No, she sent me to go to time out and I pleaded with her not to do that. I How was old were you? 18. Year seven, year eight, I think. I'd never been like in proper trouble. What did the other kids yeah. do when they saw you pleading? I don't know. Oh, they, <laughs> yeah. they didn't get to witness it. Yeah. So when you got in trouble, did you just break down straight away? Because I, I did. My oh, brother really? though, my older brother, he would just smile and laugh and I don't know how he could do it. I hate getting yelled at, but yeah. he was like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's ridiculous in hindsight. It's like, yeah, go out of the class. Go out of this boring class. I'm like, no, please let me stay in geography. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> but any other questions, guys, about my were horrible you, Were you childhood? often considered a mastermind of, of things at school? I think I'm often considered a, a yeah. mastermind now. Yeah, even that's though, what I'm thinking. Even when I don't do it, like it just seems like... I'm either the worst person in the room and I'm the person that's up to it, that's <laughs> thought of stuff. Or maybe that I'm thought of as the, you know, like crafty enough to think of it and then get someone else to do it. Yeah. yeah. I think I cop a lot of that. Yeah. I'm leaning towards B or C, I think. I yeah. like to think you're the kind of guy that wouldn't, well, wouldn't even be a thought of possibly tying someone up with a hose and squeezing their internal organs. Well, that'd be, that'd be an ideal world we yeah. all live in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kate, sabotage is more your flavour. <laughs> so we've got the shoes and then the third one is... Solid guy shoes. Third one is mode fuck school. And how does the scoring work again? So do we all give an answer or can we choose not to answer? No, you have to answer. We have to but answer. you don't have to answer together. You, if you want B and Kate wants C, you can do that. Yeah. But if you get it wrong, Kate get, uh, Carl gets the point. But so if two of us get it wrong and one of us gets it right, Carl gets two points, they get one point. That's exactly it. How old were you at the time you were accused? Which story? Uh, let's do the fuck school one. Uh, well, that was at the end of school, so that was 17. Oh, okay. I would have said that was fresh language for a 12-year-old, but yeah. but yeah, 17, that's pretty reasonable. It is Mary Barra too. Exactly. I think it's C. Jess is going to lock in C. Wait, what was C again? That was the fuck school. <laughs> fuck school. No, no, B, B, B. B, good. You're lucky my pen didn't work and... I didn't write it down. <laughs> Good. Okay, Jess for B. Waste of triple R stationery. Yeah. Wow. Or whoever we record I mean, this. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. sure. Icy cold. Pod, cans of coke. Podcast, Potential. Podcast City. Yeah. Where we are. Where we yeah. have a lifeline uh, poster up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Kate. I think it's gonna, B as well. You're going to lock in B as yeah. well. Okay. And Michael, what are you going to go with? I, w- I wanted to say B, but everyone else, if everyone else is going for Good. B. Spreading the numbers. Oh, yeah. I'll say A. You'll say Ooh. A. Even though I think it's B. Michael. Well played. You are correct. It yes. was A. Hose. One for Michael, two for Carl, none for Kate, and none for Jess. It was a guy in his school, they all picked on him. Carl was not a part of it, apparently. No, this is what happened. Okay. So, <laughs> here's the truth. Like the apparently. No, man. no, no. So the guy was someone that everyone picked on, and then 
all all my friends went, hey, let's tie him up in a hose and play tug of war with this guy. And for some reason, it's like one of the one points in my life where I've gone, this is a good idea. Don't do this. And I remember sitting there going, oh, I'm just going to have no part of this. And sitting there thinking, you know what? I'm going to carry the can for this, I bet. And all these guys just tugged this guy in the middle with the, with the hose and really, really hurt him. And uh, then we all got dragged into the office and people that were doing it were like pointing at me going, Chandler was in on it as well. And I'm like... I absolutely was not, but it's that thing of going, yeah, but you would have been. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. you would have been. You know? yeah. So that guy then went on to... Uh, yeah, he would have been fine. He wouldn't have, not, nothing happened to him. Would yeah, that would have lasted. Uh, it would have been no lasting <laughs> psychological effects from that. Oh, no, hang on. There was the one point where when I left school and went to Ballarat, front page of the newspaper of the Herald Sun... He dug up a woman from the Denali graveyard and cut off her hand and used it as an ashtray. So oh my God. that was front page of the paper. And I remember I just started school in Ballarat. I just started uni in Ballarat, and like people were like, "Oh, where are you from?" And it was like, "Oh, Mirabar. What's Mirabar?" Well, let's have a look at this. I've got the paper here. This is what happens in on the Mirabar. one hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and they never found the hand, so it's still missing. By the way, Good so answer. how did they know he was using it as an ashtray? Yeah, because that was the the story that was going around. Like I, I knew people in those circles and whatever, and the word got back. Yeah, that was what was happening. So, can't just just go to a dollar store. Yeah, you can get yeah. ashtrays there yeah. easily. Go yeah. to a reject go shop. A There's one of them in Maryborough. And also, that's a very it's you know that's not going to last too long. No, not only is that hand going to decay, but once you put cigarettes out on flesh it's not gonna like it's they're just not using their heads oh, are they i was thinking it was just the skeleton just the bone of it now this was like a fresh rotting. body oh, this is like yeah that's how, how. That was how. That's he why. probably had sex with the hands uh, yeah. i wish yeah. i had a hose right now <laughs> yeah instead of having to like you know lean on your hand to make it go numb you just yeah. use that one easy it's, just, it's convenient at the end of that round the scores are still kate on one jess still on three Michael, you got a point there. You're now on three, and Carl racing out in front with the guy's shoes on six points. I feel a bit guilty that I'm, I've been rewarded for being part of that story, to be honest. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Our next round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. In this round, I read out something that has happened to someone in this room, and you have to say whether they happened to me or to someone else on the panel. If you answer correctly, you get a point. Incorrectly, the person whose story it may or may not be gets the point. So you each get one individually. So we'll start with Carl. Was it Kate or was it me who, when we were in early high school, went on a date to the royal show? The plan was that this was going to be our first kiss, but riding on one of the very hastily put together rides, we vomited and our date didn't speak to us for the rest of the day. Was it me or was it Kate? You can ask us as many questions as you oh, want. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Is there a royal show in, in Tasmania? Yeah, it's the Bernie show. Oh, okay. Yep. Is there a royal Bernie show? No, it's just the, it's just the show, but... Because right. of this game, I thought most people listen to it from Melbourne, so they wouldn't know when I just mm. said, oh, the, the, the regional show. Okay, all right. Um, I'll guess, Kate, just because you must be running out of stories of doing this show, so let's. I'm going to lock in Kate. You don't want to ask Kate questions? Nah. All right. <laughs> you are incorrect. Oh! Oh! Wait, 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 wait. I do have me. one question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was... Me, and it was on the octopus, and I timed it. So when we were going past the ground, I vomited so it didn't go in the actual ride. So we were actually facing the ground, and blah, and her name was Shannon Lyons, and she went to the other school, and we didn't speak again. Oh, the other school? Yeah, Bernie High, the good school. Oh, did you go to Tech? I went to Parkland's High, which is not the good school. Two highs? 
uh, three high schools. Then there was the private school, Marist, Marist oh. College. What, no tech? No tech. Oh. <laughs> no. And then 11 and 12, though. How was... did anyone get anything done in Bernie? Who was, who was, who's doing the plumbing? Oh. Who's working at the printing presses? TAFE. But oh, that's, okay. That's right. that's older. That's later. That's oh. later. The printing we did have a big paper mill. Right. That's where everyone went. You didn't have to go learn a trade though. You just got there, rocked up. So my, <laughs> my dad works here. Can I start? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kate, this one's to you. Yeah. Was it Jess or was it me who in high school had a history teacher called Mrs. Starr who would throw the students' belongings out of the window if she thought it was distracting and also shout out chook 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 at us if we were fiddling around in our pencil cases. What was the chook in relation to? Um, in relation to like hens, um, scratching around in the dirt, sort of that vibe. Sounds good. <laughs> Did you oh, have a uniform? Did I have? Yes. Yeah. Parkins had a uniform. Yes. Yeah. What did it look like? It was Navy and in year 10, if you're on the, so, cause you finished high school in Tassie in year 10, you went on to college after that. In year 10, if you were on the SRC, you wore a tie. SRC? Yeah. We didn't were you have on the SRC? Sure was. Of course you were. Look at you. <laughs> sure was. Your little dimpled diamond. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten the rest of the story, to be quite so honest. So Mrs. Starr. Mrs. Starr. Threw our belongings out the window, or if we were going in our cases, our pencil cases, would say chook, 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 chook. Ah, because as if you're scratching on the ground. I see. Okay, right. I reckon it's Josh again. You think it's me? You're locking me. Yeah, I'm locking you. It was Jess McGuire. <laughs> I played you. I'm yeah, so I bad. saw the plane. You saw it, it happen. Good. It was yeah. I, I, I see you. Oh, I, I see you working yeah. through the show. This is just. I love the psychological games. Behind. <laughs> it's so bad, <laughs> <at> <laughs> you guys. Now, I told Jess we we're going to talk about this story, but she forgot that she'd sent through that story to me, and yeah. she was like, "This is the creepiest thing. How do you know this?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the last time I spoke to him about this would have been like six months ago yeah, or something. It yeah. feels like that long. And so he goes. Where tomorrow we're going to talk about your history teacher, Mrs. Starr. And I was like, how do you know that? <laughs> what are you doing? And then he was like, you sent it to me. You've, got, you've got so much more detail on your Wikipedia page than me, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Wikipedia page. Someone put one up there once and it lasted about half an hour and then it did get deleted. It wasn't even pending. Yeah. Not even a moment of contemplation. They went, no good. I'm, I'm walking the green mile at the moment. Yeah. I've got the pending. Sometimes maybe it's better to be free, you know? <laughs> I'll take, that, I'll take that, that view in about a week when it goes down. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, to Jess, this is your one. Mm-mm. Was it Michael or was it I who won the best parade float in our town's parade after we dressed up as a pastry and stood on the back of a flatbed truck? What town did you grow up in, Michael? In, in the jewel of the southwest, Warrnambool. <laughs> it is lovely. Is that where the Dave, jewel? Dave what? Hughes? Yeah. Yeah, and, Mayor and there Tom Ballard and Tom Ballard. tons of other funnier people than me. Oh, the jewel. So if that's the jewel. Yep. What's what, what, how do you describe Portland? It's got a smelter. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Shelbyville? <laughs> it is. Yeah. There's a rivalry. What kind of pastry was it, Josh? I was dressed up as a pie. What kind of pastry was it, Michael? I was a female pasty. <laughs> what makes a pasty a female? Yeah. She had long eyelids, uh, <laughs> eyelashes. <laughs> was there any kind of dent in the pastry? Sauce. Um, there was no sauce. She had like. Lipstick. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. 
Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Why did... Why, that, that should have been sourced then. What? Why? Yeah, was. Why did the pasty have to be female or male? Like, did you guys often sexualize my, your, my, your my pastries? My best friend Stephen was a pie. Oh, of course. Well, if Stephen's a pie, <laughs> I guess you got to get sexy. Yeah. You yeah. Say want, no more, Michael. You wouldn't want two bloody poofed pastries <laughs> up on a truck. Nah, mate. Not in Warrnambool. <laughs> um, and uh, your yours, what kind of pie? Why why a pie? Filmani pie, a Tasmanian. Pie what? brand. Well, the float was sponsored by Philmanies, and so I. Why? Just, Why? Uh, what was the occasion? It was the just the Christmas parade going through, and you had the local businesses put their like floats up. I'm done with you, Earl. It's Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, it is Michael Williams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I got a watch. Yeah. You got a watch, did yeah. you, out of it? Yeah. He was too quick to talk about making his pasty <laughs> yeah. a like girl it. to like match it. his best friend. It was like there was too much detail there that was effortlessly like produced. It. Not like your oh well, there are local Tasmanian pie. I was, it is filmani pies. So what? Why? Why were you pastries? I have no. Uh, it's because we belong to a theatre group, and they used to just put us like. Hey kids, do you want to dress up like a, a pasty? And oh, it's like a, like what a, a weird pastry. town! So they just gave you a watch out of it. Is that yeah, we won best float for the parade, and we both got watches out of it? Yeah. Oh, so they didn't. The business didn't say, "Oh, we'll pay you to do this." No, no. no you just, oh, you put your hand up for that. <laughs> you did it for I the watch. So. You because you and Tom Ballard sort of came up at the same time into comedy. Left Bournemouth sure. roughly about the same time. Came into Melbourne, whatever. And you both had that heavy musical theatre background. I remember I directed him in uh, a version of Zeusical the Musical. He was my cat in the hat. Right. <laughs> I remember you guys coming up and finding out all about that and sort of going, "Yeah, right, musical." Musicals, Warnable. <laughs> that Michael Williams, I reckon he's gay. <laughs> so, and yeah, so if there's an opposite of gay dar, I believe I have it. <laughs> yeah, you're very wrong. I'm Do the you... most hetero man that's ever lived. Warnable. <laughs> like, Just ask me and my pasty wearing best friend. <laughs> Warnable, did you have all the, like with your pie brands, so did you have different ice cream or soft drink brands up there as well? Because I remember being a kid going into different regions of Victoria and just looking for a Coke or for a Peter's ice cream or whatever, and it's like, what's this stuff? You know, you move 200 kilometres away and all of a sudden there's a different ice cream brand. Yeah, no, we didn't have that. We just had Streets and Peter's, oh. pretty normal ones. But we, in Warnable, um, we call nibble pie, uh, we call party pies nibble pies. Oh, right. Yeah. Quite famously. Quite famously? Yeah. I, I, How I, famous? I, I don't know. <laughs> Define famous. All the way to Portland. There are type nibble pies well. into Google. Warnable's the first thing that come up. Did, is it mentioned in um, Quigley Down Under with Tom Selleck? Because <laughs> that was filmed in Warrnambool. <laughs> There's actually a float of the nibble pies. It's just a smaller one, though. It should be a Tom Selleck float. All right, and our next one. Okay, it's to Michael. Was it Carl or was it me who, to annoy our parents when we were at uni... It's Carl. We would, send, <laughs> we would send the mail in the post addressed to the town weirdo so the person who delivered the mail would think that the, the weirdo lived at our parents' house. Right. Is that me or is that Carl? Who is the town weirdo in Burnley? I, I don't want to say his last name, but sure. his name was Mick. Mick. Yep. And Apparently, the rumour was he had sex with goats. Sure, but that's not even a shade on the weirdo's <laughs> Maribor, right? 
What? Having sex with ghosts? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I used to do that. I was, <laughs> that's, fu- that's fine. That's just a rite of passage in Mirabara. So who, who did you address the letter to? To Sunshine, Sunshine Johnson. Sunshine Johnson, the most famous weirdo. Most famous, Mirabara's most famous weirdo. <laughs> now, if you don't listen to Carl's podcast, The Little Dum Dum Club, go and do that and listen to all the, all the Sunshine Johnson stories. We don't have time on this one yeah. to go into it, but yeah. He's a very famous man in Maribor. He's seven foot tall. He's bald. He's got a handlebar moustache and he's crazy. <laughs> and yeah, what like a tiny story is he went to court once for having sex with a goat and the judge said, was the goat male or female? And he said, what do you think? I am a poofter. <laughs> so, I mean, he makes a good point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You look, you find, you hold that up to a light, and you can't see through it. That's, he said that's the a... goat had very long eyelashes. It was a lady. <laughs> <laughs> Does Sunshine Johnson ever Google himself? Well, I, I'm a little bit proud at the moment because of the Wikipedia issue we're talking about. Mm. I am on the no, notable people of Maribor at the moment, pending. Pending. Deletion. But Sunshine Johnson isn't. But I believe he should be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not on there. At all? No. Oh, is this I thought you meant bit... he's on there but not pending. He's like, no, yeah, he's no, legit. No, no, no. <laughs> is there yeah. any chance that it's, this is a bit Fight Club and he's your Tyler Durden? <laughs> oh, I would love that, but no. Like, he used to scare me. I used to walk down the street and he was the sort of guy that just did anything for attention. Like, oh, yeah. Well, here's a quick story about Sunshine Johnson I just remembered. he Because he was quite intimidating being that tall and whatever. This is what happened. And he used to be sort of involved in actual trouble sometimes. Like, he'd always be on the scene of the crime when something bad had happened. Like, there was a couple of murders and he was he hadn't done them. He was just sort of standing around. And, and again, like me, it sort of it just looked like he had something to do with it. So it's like, so, oh, we'll get him. So he once, they, the police grabbed him after a murder. And just a, the story goes, they just beat the shit out of him for a whole week or something in the cop shop. And then because he was gone off the scene and the story, you know, there's no internet back then. Didn't know and knew exactly what happened with his murder. The word went around that he was the one that had gotten murdered. So everyone's like, oh, the legend, Sunshine Johnson is dead. Oh, my God, I can't believe he's actually dead. So anyway. He- Goats of the town, re- <laughs> <Yeah>. relax. <laughs> Yeah, so finally we can eat that cheese without <laughs> feeling bad about it. So, uh, yeah, anyway, he got let out of jail. When he got let out of jail, he he heard the story that everyone thought he was dead and everyone was sort of like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's dead. So what he did was he didn't have a driver's license. He borrowed his uncle's car, like his beat-up old car, and he drove up and down the main street of Maribor on the wrong side of the road, swerving all over the place because he didn't know how to drive, hanging out of the window, yelling... You thought I was dead. Well, I'm not. <laughs> he sounds amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. And I, I really want to find out where he is at the moment. But it's Playing a- professional basketball yeah. in <laughs> career, I would imagine. Yeah, well, with a name... Because when you look up Sunshine Johnson on the internet, it's like you find it very quickly that that is a name that like a million black women have in America. And you go, oh, of course, Sunshine Johnson. <laughs> So I, I, I'm finding it very hard to find. And, you know, he wouldn't want much detail of himself on the internet, I'd, I'd wager as well. So we just keep that for your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Michael. Do you have a history of annoying your parents, Josh? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. I, I remember once I really upset my dad because in his birthday card I wrote, Happy birthday, Dad. I used to live in your balls. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, yeah, he apparently threw it in the bin. I was, I was still at uni then. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I might have to go with Carl. You're going to go with Carl? Yeah. The correct answer was me. Oh, it was. dang it. Carl distracted you with detail. I, I, of Sunshine Johnson. I actually thought, did I do this? Yeah. I couldn't remember whether I'd done it or not. <laughs> okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Kate on two points. Finally. Got one. Jess on five points there. Michael still on three points, but in the lead on seven points is Carl Chandler. Yay. 
Hello, just stopping the podcast here for a minute to tell you about my upcoming festival shows. In Adelaide, I'm doing Square Peg starting on March 3rd for a week at the Palace Nova Cinemas. And in Melbourne, I'm doing three different shows. I'm doing Joshua Square Peg at, at the Victoria Hotel at 7.15. I'm doing my kids' show, My Family's Weirder Than Your Family, starting March 28th the Melbourne Town Hall, and I'm also doing three live podcasts at the Imperial Hotel. Now, the podcast will be fun, a bunch of people who have not been on the show before, because the internationals have already signed on to do it, which will be cool, and also all the money raised from these gigs will be going to a charity supporting music therapy, so hopefully you can come along. It's on at 8pm at the Imperial, but also try and come to my actual stand-up shows as well, that would be great. For tickets to all of these, please go to joshearl.com.au slash gigs. And there's the link. Hopefully we'll see you at one of them at least. Cheers. Okay, our final round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten quick questions, and the answer is always one of you people in the room. You get a point if you get it right, but in this round you can actually lose points if you get it wrong. Yes, Jess. Do we... Do you have to start with our names? Yes, please say your name. It's better for the people Just listening. give it to Carl then. He's but, real good at saying his own <laughs> name. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, Dad, <laughs> Michael's the one who should be complaining. He's got like syllables. In yeah. His. yeah. Mine's like a sound effect. Carl. 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 All right. Our first question. Who, according to Twitter, died recently? Michael. Yes, Michael. It was Carl. It was Carl Chandler. Yes. Point there for Michael. Wait, let, let, hang on. What Twitter didn't say that. Well, Twitter itself I didn't went on say Twitter that. and it was like, RIP Carl Chandler. And for a second, I went, oh. And then I thought, oh, I better actually check because <laughs> I know you very well. And it was all a ruse. Yep. Uh, Michael Williams did like die last week as well. So oh. May he rest in peace. It was just a stupid hashtag, RIP Carl Chandler. For, because getting back to Wikipedia again, someone updated. My uh, co-host on Little Dumb Dumb Club, Tommy Daslow's Wikipedia page, and put that I had died for no reason. Just put I was dead on it, and so I mentioned it, and then everyone went crazy. And it's like you know that thing where you put up an episode and you go, "This is really funny," and you, there's no traction. But as soon as I, it comes out that I'm dead, everyone gets very excited. <laughs> I can get behind this. Yes, yeah. Yeah. All right, our next question: Whose first language is Indonesian? Kate. Yes, Kate. I think it is. Jess Maguire. You are correct. Ooh. Jess Maguire. Bike, bike. Your first language. Really? Mm. So yeah. you speak better. No, I did. Oh. And I used to read it as well. But um, yeah, I lived there when I, between like two and five or two and six or something. So I used to run around like this little. Where? Where did you live? I was in Jakarta. Oh, in Jakarta, right. Yeah. So then I kind of repressed it all. But I went back like, I went to Lombok about 15 years ago. And when I was there, I kind of was able to speak it a little bit. And I went back to Bali last year. And I'm going back again in a month. So I'm hoping it must all live in there because I get over there and it's kind of not completely foreign. But yeah. well, it is foreign. It's, it's, so you can, but not probably, to me, not, yeah. not in my soul. I, f- I feel the same. Like I reckon if I went to Bali and went to like the main beach, I could probably talk to anyone there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I'm going there. And when I was last there, a year ago, I don't know if I can say any of this stuff on your show, Josh. You but there, there was a little guy, because it's not actually the Balinese that are selling and hawking stuff. It's the, often people come over from Java. The Balinese don't really do it culturally, but the Javanese will come over because that's where the tourists are and they'll come over and sell stuff. So this guy came over and he had this big book of tattoos, um, fake tattoos that he would do for you. And he would just keep saying, no matter what, he, what you asked him or something, he'd just say, you wish, jellyfish or something. <laughs> but he pulled out the thing and I'm looking at these, you know, incredible bogan tattoos. And then we got to the page where there were like certain slogans which were to be, you know, tattooed like my brother's keeper or something across your chest. But the two that I couldn't believe was 
Smoking Durries, Fucking Slurries <laughs> was one of them. And the other one in this beautiful My Brother's Keeper font was Tongue Punch My Fuck Box. Oh. I was like, who, even though it's not permanent, who would go on a holiday so and get a semi-permanent you, tattoo on my face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my fuck box got punched, no doubt. But that's like those wristbands that you buy over there where, you know, they sell wristbands on the street and none of them are like, uh, you know, hey, I love Bali or whatever. It's all... I fuck kids. Yeah. I eat shit. Yeah. Eat my shit. Eat a shit. It's yeah. all insane. <laughs> They've got these little hats with, with, with the phrase jiggy jiggy and it's meant to just be like, ah, uh, sex. But no one says jiggy jiggy, yeah. but they're all over the hats. I bought one. It was amazing. <laughs> Who told me they found it hard to answer these questions about themselves because of their Irish Catholic shame? Jess. Yes, oh. Jess. Kate. It was Kate, yes. Yeah, you know me too well. Also, a little bit earlier tonight, you talked about being Catholic. Yeah, no, yeah. Irish. Irish. Well, I loved it. Okay, our next question. Who once worked in a zoo? Carl. Yes, Carl. Kate. It was Jess Maguire. Fuck you. Did you really? I did. What did you do there? I just worked in admin, but when I... um, But no, sort of like admin for the... (laughs) For the people that did like take care of the zoos, like plumbing and electricity well, and stuff like that. No, you're a bloody gorilla. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Gotcha. Can I tell you, when I got, got there, it. right, we were right near the chimp enclosure, and I used to see the chimps. I go, wouldn't it be great if a chimp got out? I would hug it. And one day, one of the carpenters sat down with me, and he said, "Let me tell you a few things about chimps." <laughs> and what followed for the next year was the most horrifying experiences with chimps. So chimps used to like catch possums and skin them alive oh. or one of them once grabbed a pigeon caught a pigeon got his fingers jammed a hole in its back and then fucked it in front of a bunch of school kids oh. <laughs> I used to have these real issues right with the chimps and so right around the time that I was leaving I thought well yeah there, there were other things like Gabrielle Gatte once did like a live um, cooking fucked show there <laughs> no <laughs> yeah he was he flambéed though and the, the male chimp ran down and smashed what's meant to be smash-proof glass, and it, there was suddenly this shatter appears in the glass, and like Gabrielle, let's go on, move away. But then, right before I left, I went over there and I thought I should try and make amends with this animal. You know, they have a complicated life; they're locked up for fifty years, generations. So they have this little sign there that shows you how to smile like a chimp, which is to basically like cover your top teeth and extend your bottom teeth out. And it's non-threatening; you're covering you. So I was like. I'll do that. And so I sort of catch the eye of this male chimp who's like looking over his shoulder, back over his shoulder at me. And I, and I give the smile as like this beautiful gesture. <laughs> and I, he seems to be smiling back at me. And I think we've finally made a connection. And then he turns around with this giant heart on <laughs> and wanks at me. And then he squats and put his hand under his bum without breaking eye contact, shut into his hand and then went and ate it like an apple all oh. without breaking eye. And I was just like, this creature is Doomed. And they were described to me by another zookeeper as the Ivan Malats of the animal kingdom. <laughs> and that's what I have to say about chimps. So was this in Sydney? Yeah. Because there's a, a range Oh, Melbourne apes are much cooler. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a nice story about one of the, I think, orangutan. Yeah. And uh, where in November they start, the, this one starts hoarding all its food and doesn't eat it. And then on New Year's Eve, it knows for some reason to climb up a tree with oh, yeah. all its food and just sits there watching the fireworks, yeah. oh, wow. eating its food. Like comforting the food. The chimps do that at Taronga as well. They have, they have to go in every night, but on New Year's Eve, they can tell from the number of boats in the harbour and stuff like that. They kind of know what's coming and they refuse to go in and they just climb up a tree and they stay and watch the fireworks and stuff. Yeah. It's the same with me. On Valentine's Day, I've hoarded all my pigeons, <laughs> poke a hole in their back and make sweet love to my feathered friends. <laughs> Okay, next question. <laughs> Who here told me they hate having to share food at restaurants? 
Jess. Yes, Jess. Carl. It was Kate. I knew it would be Yeah. It didn't sound like it, by the way, you said Carl, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you misheard it. It was Indonesian for Kate. (laughs) I'm, I'm with you. I hate it. I don't like. I mean, I don't like sharing food at all. But you yep. can't eat anything. Maybe that's yeah, what I mean, threw that's me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't. I can't really eat anything. You're intolerant to everything. That's Why would anyone want a piece? What of you no, one, no one wants to. I don't. What, what do you want me out to restaurants? What are you anyway. intolerant to? Gluten, lactose, fructose, and then just a carousel of other things that so are completely unrelated tell to each me, other. Tell me ten things you eat. Um, <laughs> I can have tuna. And <laughs> <laughs> I can have fried tuna, tuna, tuna spring r- water, rice cakes. <laughs> I can have rice cakes. There's your lunch. I could have, uh, prior to being pregnant, I could have alcohol, but that's gone from me, from my repertoire now as well. So, I'm, so now I'm, you just drink the brine. I'm so bored, you guys. <laughs> I'm so bored. Tuna. So what, what do you, what's, a, what's a breakfast, lunch, dinner for you? Oh, God, this is so boring. Um, Like oatmeal. I can yeah. have oatmeal. Yeah. It's just, it, I just, I Sounds eat like, like you're in prison. I you're eat burnt. like a little match girl. You're what? I just hate like the little match. It's just very Dickensian oh, right. of existence. <laughs> right. Is it that bad what would happen to you if you had them that it's not just, just worth eating like a normal person? No, it would be. What happens? Bowel apocalypse. Bowel, bowel problems. You you remember remember back that chimpanzee? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would you actually poo yourself? No, I wouldn't poo myself. I don't think I've ever done that. Would poos come out at all or would they stop? <laughs> <laughs> it, it would depend on the day and, and the food stuff. We can go into this properly yeah, later. Here's the thing. This is what I've learned very... Uh, in the last two months, I haven't eaten any bread. I'm a bread addict. I, yeah. eat, I, I would love to just pick up a big white loaf of bread that's just coming out of the oven, oh, split in half. Yeah. Put it's like a, a beautiful dream. Put a slab of butter in it Me and too. just eat that in one go. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do. Why don't you? What's going on? Well, I'm saying I eat so much of it that in the last two months, I go, you know what? I'm just going to not eat bread and see how long I can go for. So now I'm in that world of going, of just eating whatever that's not bread. And I'm in the gluten-free sort of world. So I, I went to a restaurant with mates. They were all having pizza. And, and I went, oh, I can't eat pizza. It's the only thing you can buy. And they go, mm. just get the gluten-free um, option. And so I get the gluten-free pizza. They bring it out. And I watch the chef actually sort of peeps his head out to see what happens. And I get the gluten-free pizza. And it's just an absolute piece of shit. <laughs> it's, it's like a coaster yeah. with, um, like it was like a, yeah. a, 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 like a capriccioso pizza. So what they've done is they've not put cheese on it. They've just put, uh, it was like they didn't put any sauce on it. It was just like this uh, a rice, big rice cake with a bit of ham resting on top of it. And everyone at the table laughed at me. The <laughs> chef was spying on me to see what my reaction would be. Did you eat it? And I started eating it and it was like, Gluten-free people, just don't – just eat something else. Yeah. Don't get a gluten-free option. Just find your food. Yeah. Eat tuna. For what? Forage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question, question six. Who owns a sliver of Abraham Lincoln's hair? Carl. Ooh. Yes, Carl. It's got to be Williams. It is Michael Williams, yes. Pro- probably. How, how He's you... obsessed with stupid American old-timey <laughs> stuff. I reckon he'd have Al Johnson's femur as well or something. <laughs> yeah. As an ashtray. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why are you obsessed with this kind of stuff? Um, I don't know. I've just always been fascinated with uh, Abraham Lincoln and history and stuff. And Is it or... just the beard? Where'd you get the hair from? Did you rob his grave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back in the olden days, um, it was it was popular to ask celebrities for their hair and they would cut off locks and send it to you. So this is. Hang on, how old are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposedly a slither from one of those locks. 
It's just someone's pube. It's just someone's pube. Did it come with it? Is it red and curly? Where did you source it? Off eBay. Oh, it's a pube. It's a pube. Yeah, I know. Does it have a letter of authenticity or anything like that? Has it got a tiny little Handwritten with a biro. Has it got a tiny little top hat on? The certificate of authenticity has about three too many clip art. Drawings to make me think it's real. <laughs> How much did you pay for Abraham Lincoln's hair? Ten dollars. Oh, that's all right. All right that's, that's fine. fine. That's, 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 that. that's almost the strongest proof that it's not here. I yeah, paid fifteen dollars yeah, exactly. for a stranger's pube, so <laughs> I still think you got a bargain. For that's it. just a sivlaki. Uh, all right. Our next question is question seven. Whose earliest memory is playing with a giant worm, only to find out it was a deadly snake? Whose earliest memory is that? Carl. Kate. Yes, Carl. Oh, Jess. It was Jess Maguire, yes. Played that one beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to mind my own name yeah. and, <laughs> off and I thought it had worked. What was Kate this? had to pipe up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So were you? how old were you when you thought it was a snake? I would have been about three and we used to go to... Um, oh, so this is in Indo. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We'd go on holidays into the Philippines as family holidays and so just to this island and sort of wander around and stuff. And so, yeah, I was sitting on the beach and playing with this thing and then suddenly a machete comes down and they... Cut it because it was a snake. What kind of snake was it? A black one from memory. Cool. Yeah. Like super dangerous and sexy. No, I don't know. It was it was a prob- probably not a good one. Okay, yes. next question. Okay. Who has a member of the Wu Tang clan following them on Twitter? Jess. Yes, Jess. Carl. It is Kate McCartney. Oh. This guy in the corner. Who? Wow. Ghostface Killer? Who? No, it's one of the shit ones. It's R- you god. Oh, okay. Yeah, it doesn't even sound real. He, um, it's not Cappadonna. It's like he's not—he doesn't drive a taxi for a living. But it's not, you know, it's not one of the good ones. How did you get him in? I just—I think I can't even remember what I did. I think I—I think I. Oh, I, yeah, I know what I did. I photoshopped myself into a picture of <laughs> the Wu Tang Clan, <laughs> <laughs> and he retweeted it, and then he started following me, and then I just tweeted at him for a whole day. Yeah, and uh, do you still follow you? I don't. I don't know. Look, I haven't been on. I'm scared of Twitter now, so I haven't been on since 2012. Really. What are you scared of? Uh just the people and oh. the characters. Have you had bad experiences on Twitter? No, you not had, really. You had a no, great experience no, it's on been Twitter. Nothing but lovely to me. But oh, I, okay. I just um. Hey. What are you winking at me for? Oh yeah, because I met my partner on there. Yeah. Did oh, you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're a weirdo. Sexy <laughs> Twitter hooker. Did you buy? Retweet. Did, did you buy his pubes on Twitter and then you, you, you <laughs> went? I want to see. I want to see more of this. <laughs> did yeah. he retweet a lot of your tweets? Yeah, yeah, he, he did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I then when they went on dates, for a really long time. I thought you were normal. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> when they went on dates, that's just my hair. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote little tweets about about to go on your date and stuff. Oh yeah, because I thought he was really old, and then it turns out he was a lot younger than I yeah. was. And so before, like, and that's right. How many? How many years? Younger. Six years younger than me. Really? Yeah, so he was 24. <laughs> what are you at, Mrs. Robinson? Is that what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before the date, yeah. you were tweeting about going on the date, knowing that he followed you. Was I really? I yeah, really I remember, remember reading. I remember. I remember reading stuff, and I also remember that my coworker Ben. Oh yeah. Worked, um, with, worked with Robbie, and so I remember him coming to it one day and go so. Robbie from Twitter's going on a date with Tiger versus Shark from Twitter, and I was like, "That's too much Twitter." Yeah, but it uh, it worked out for the best. Yeah, well, now we're having a kid together. I know his name's Robbie. I really he sounds twelve. <laughs> he does look about twelve. <laughs> He's got that Benjamin Button disease. Oh. Okay, our next question: 
Who has a number tattooed on them? Uh, Michael. Yes, Michael. It's Carl. He's got the number 10. He does have the number 10. <laughs> on well his done. chest. On his chest. Now, I... I, I Where? Don't like it. Why? Yeah, what is it? Is it like my brother's keeper? What does it look like? <gasps> is it a... What's the story? Is it 10 significant? Huge Bo Derek fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Oh, no, it's sort of like, I don't know why. Like, you know what it is? It's, this is absolutely what it is. It's like 10 in soccer, a massive soccer freak. And 10 in soccer is like uh, the great players. It's like the great creative and goal scorers. Like Pelé and Maradona, all the greats, all your favorite players are like number 10. And I always thought that's like a really cool number. Uh, uh, you know, sy- symbolic of yep. stuff because it's ten out of ten. It's ten into the creative player in soccer. I was, you know, a massive soccer head. And then I had this real weird thing where I had a bad breakup, and I said to myself, you know what? When I get over this, I'm going to reward myself with a tattoo, and that'll sort of it's it's a cool thing to do. If only and you went to Bali and could have got one of those ones. Yeah. <laughs> so it was my my little reward for when I sort of got over it, and I was like, oh, that's a nice little reminder of. Living life to the fullest, being in like the depths and then getting back up again. So that's a rare, serious answer from me, but that's what happened. It's good. Now we know. Now yeah. we know why you have 10 on you. Yeah. Okay, our last question. It all comes down to this. Who was refused entry into London for lying to a customs official? Jess. Not, yes, Jess. It's Carl. It's not. It's Michael Williams. Oh, it is too. Yeah, I'm a bad boy. Um, what did you lie about? I got Abraham. Did Lincoln. you say yeah. 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 I don't have any fifteen dollars. <laughs> I don't have any pubes on me. I, I, I lied about why I was entering the country. Why oh. were you entering the country, really? I was going to support a comedian on her on her national tour. So he was going to support Josie Long. Yeah, oh, yeah. but um, the visa that I. I they'd organised hadn't arrived in the mail yet. Mm. So the touring guy told me to lie, but I'm the worst liar in the world So the immigration officer. But isn't that the easiest thing going through immigration? You just kind of go, I'm here for a holiday. Like, did you just crumble when you handed it? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, "Um, who bought your ticket? I said, oh, some some guy. Oh, (laughs) you idiot. You're so an idiot. Did they just delivering a package from a stranger? Yeah. <laughs> did they lock you up or they just went, yeah, no, get back in, on? Yeah, I was in um, Heathrow detention for seven or eight hours. What was it like? Uh, pretty grim. I mean, I was the only comedian there. So <laughs> everyone, else, everyone else was going home for much sadder reasons than I was. So. Did you have to go home? Yeah, they, they, you have to fly all the way back from your country of origin, so I had to fly all the way back to Australia, and luckily they paid debt to fly me out again. Well, the tour manager told you to lie. It's their fault. Yeah. But that's crazy. So you spent 48 hours on a plane then? Yeah. What movies then... did you watch? <laughs> I didn't, because I'm such a the- uh, cinema snob, I didn't watch any movies uh, on the way up, because I'm like, because Wes Anderson's Darjeeling uh, Limited just came out, and I'm like, I don't want to watch that, I want to watch it on the cinema screen, mm. and then, you know, when I was getting to put it, I'm like, I'm just watching whatever, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> now I've been to prison, I can do what I want. <laughs> okay, at the end of the game, the scores are... Coming in equal third place, we have Kate and Jess on three points. Yay, we broke the glass ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Second is Michael on five points, but Uh-oh. in the lead, winning by a fair margin on eight points is Carl Chandler. Yeah. Now re-edit this one so I win. <laughs> I don't think I could. <laughs> Thank you very much for playing Don't You Know Who I Am. Before we go, quick uh, plugs. Now, Mike, you're not doing a show in the no. Comedy Festival, but you are on the social medias as sure. me and my easel. Yeah, and I, I just started my own trivia yeah. podcast. Yes. 
It's called Pop Quiz Hotshot. Yes. It's a movie trivia podcast. Yes. So questions about Darjeeling Limited will be on there. If you but... want to answer a question, do you just yell at your radio? Like how does it work? What's that? Well, because it's pre-recorded. So do you ask trivia questions of your listeners and then... No, I have contestants. I have oh, they're actually there. Yeah. Great, yeah. great. That makes exactly. way more sense. I thought it was like, and who started, blah, blah, blah. And then just lots of long silences and then questions. It's exactly two. like this. Yeah. <laughs> Carl Chandler is doing the Comedy Festival, and you're doing it up in Brisbane soon as well? Yeah. Uh, uh, we're doing uh, – yeah, hey, listen to our podcast, Little Dum Dum Club, and then if you do already do that, we're doing live shows in Brisbane and Adelaide and heaps in Melbourne, so just look at our website, littledumdumclub.com, and I'm doing my solo show, Carl Chandler, World's Greatest and Best Comedian. Uh, I'm doing that in Melbourne for a month, so – yeah, looking forward to backing that title up after thinking of the dumbest title I could think of six months ago. I can't wait to read the review where the, the, the reviewer thinks he's very funny going, oh, well, I'll be the judge yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, I'm not letting, you know what? You're not letting them I'm in? I'm not letting reviewers in. Me either. Not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You've heard it here first. Yeah. What, if I go and review it on Twitter. Oh, you can review it on Twitter. Yeah. But yeah. But you right. can't get a free ticket for it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm big to differ. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you, you're still doing the Double J segment? Yeah, yeah. Still doing um, doco reviews on um, Doco Club with me for Hurst on Mondays. Uh, I think it's like 11.30-ish. Yep. Um, and what else? You're on 774 quite a bit. Yeah, every Tuesday this year. I used to do the What's On at like 6 in the morning for all the nanas. What are we, what are we doing this weekend? What gardens are open around Victoria? <laughs> but thankfully, what, have, what gardens are open? Well, all of them really, if no. you know how to break in. Um, yeah, so, You're going to break into my festival show and gardens. Yeah, I'm going to tweet about it. <laughs> scream trivia answers. Um, yeah, so um, I think I'm on Raph. I think I'm on. I'm on Raph Epstein's show every Tuesday. Great. Like, as I well, was talking about stuff. And Jess McGuire on Twitter as well. That's your, yeah, your yeah. handle, just yeah, how is. you say it. Yeah. And Kate McCartney, you've got the catering show. Yeah, you can go to Lebloon TV. Yes. dot com. I think I think so. And join in that. Can you could join I, the other million people yeah, that are watching. Can I just say I asked TV. you to do this before the show dropped. I just want to get that out there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't just yeah. get on the back of that. And go, oh, that's successful. I'll, I'll ask Katie. And I actually asked you before it. Went down, didn't I? It's believable you that you asked someone without success early because you asked, <laughs> you asked me and Williams to be on. So yeah. <laughs> on. Thank you very much for listening to Don't You Know Who I Am. Thank you, everyone, who went on uh, iTunes and gave uh, good reviews. That's always nice. Until next time, bye. <laughs>